watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey Welcome to another episode. I'm Mikey, and with me, as always, John McCartney, the ch- the child made by taking John Lennon and Paul McCartney's sperm and mixing it together and inseminating someone. Well, hi, it's me, John McCartney. Hi, hey, John McCartney. Yep, John McCartney. I'm uh, a half clone of both of my dads. Yep. Every every time I hear your voice, I'm surprised that it's not. A British accent. Yeah, people say that, but I was made in America. Made in America. John, my dad's John and Paul left a lot of semen here when they were touring, mm. and uh, my mom scraped it all off and put it in her vagina. Her what? Her vagina. Her vagina. I'm not allowed to say it. She hits me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Your mom collected i thought i always thought it was in like um a lab of some so i thought it was like scientific well my mom's a scientist it wasn't a lab i was a lab child but i call her my mom she prefers i call her dr phyllis she doesn't like the uh she doesn't have that motherly instinct no i mean i don't really have a great frame of reference for that if motherly instinct means hitting you if you don't play blackbird just right then yeah she's got it she definitely has it. I've been hit a lot. Yep. They thought that I might be the ultimate songwriting machine, but I'm not yeah. super good at it. But here you are now. You broke away and you're recording podcasts. I write poetry now. You write poetry now. Yes. Can you share some of your poetry? Absolutely. I would love to share some of my poetry for you. Let me, uh, this one's called um, Letting It Be. Hey, dude. <laughs> um, Mother Mary, where are you at, dog? I was thinking that we should let it be. I'm letting it be all I can, but it ain't being very good. The End by John McCartney. That's beautiful. Thank you. Not a lot of people have bought my book. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a shame. You think with a name like... McCartney, John McCartney. Well, I tried to reach out to my dad that's alive. His name's Paul. Yeah. And he wouldn't have anything to do with me. He was just, he was just, I'm fucking no son of mine. You're no son of mine. Well, I was like, well, we got the DNA test. Turns out I am that bitch. That's your child. And he said, I got fucking children everywhere, kid. Beat it. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. He was slaying lots of puss back in his day, you know? Yeah. So. He said, beat it? Yeah. And then he wrote that song with Michael Jackson? That was uh, iconically about, about, it was a song written by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson called Beat It. About you. It was about me. Yeah. It was specifically about me. Yeah. Because it was about, because he was like, Paul McCartney was like, beat it, kid. He said, I have so many kids coming up to me saying, hey, I've got your blood 
and uh, that's I'm your biological child. And he said, I can't. If I had to deal with every single one of you, then I'd be, I'd be like. <laughs> I'd really be fucked, you know. So, yeah, and so. Michael Jackson was there, and he 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 laughed, huh? He, you, he, so Paul McCartney was like, "Beat it," and he was like, "Oh, actually, if you want to know exactly what happened, uh, my Mr. Michael Jackson was there. My father, whose name was Paul, mm-hmm. he said, "Beat it," and then when he said that. Michael Jackson kind of looked into the distance and had like a thousand yard stare, and he just kind of said, "Hmm, beat it." And uh, then I was kicked out by security, so I don't know what happened after that. Ah, oh, it's too bad. Yeah, I send him my poetry though. I haven't had any responses yet. I, uh, I, I, I kind of—it's tough, man. Life is hard sometimes. Yeah. I was forced to play guitar at a very young age, against my will. Yeah. I think my father John would have probably accepted me though. John John Lennon. He iconically has that motherly instinct to hit people as well. Mm-hmm. He hit a lot of women. Yeah, he did. So I think he probably would have been a good dad. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my I I've been told that I sound more like Yoko Ono when I sing. So I think that my dad John might have been into it. You know. Yeah. So I mean, he was into her. Yeah. He was. He was super into her. But people haven't been buying my poetry book, so uh, I thought maybe if people kind of got to know me and maybe heard me and my voice, uh, that they might be more into buying my poetry book. Yeah. Would you like to hear another one? Sure. Okay. This one's called Love Me Dude. Love, love me, dude. You're my fucking dad, after all. You don't... I know you got a lot of kids, and it's easier to ignore them, and everyone thinks you're such a good guy, but I just, I just need you to love me, dude. You know, I love you. The End by John McCartney. Nice. Yeah, thanks. It was inspired by haiku. What was the haiku? No, just the general idea of haikus. Oh, okay. It was inspired by the way that haikus are. The five seven five. Yeah. Okay. I obviously I didn't want to directly rip that style, so I kind of changed it up. You reworked haikus. Yeah. You you reinvented haikus. No, I mean I it was like inspired by I call it a maiku because it's mine. I made it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's sweet. I have a whole section of my book here called Maikus. Maikus. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yep. My coos. That's. I don't know if I've said this, but I'm really a big fan of your podcast. You haven't said that. No, I uh, I really, really, really am into it. I wasn't into it very much until you guys started about fucking talking about fucking ponies and stuff, and I was like, that is right up John McCartney's alley. Yeah, John McCartney likes ponies. Yes, I don't know if you know this, but you know that song "Jet" by my father, whose name is Paul. No. Oh, it's by a band he had called Wings. Okay. I think. And uh they have a song like Jet da 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 That's actually written about a horse. Oh. Yeah. His You're- wife at the time, who's not my mom, probably some other kid's mom. Um 
she had a horse named Jet, and they used to take it to the Abbey Road Studios, and he wrote a song about it. No songs about me, though. No. The horse got a song. I think he fucked the horse. It was probably a really cool horse. I think he fucked the horse. You think he fucked the I horse? Think he fucked you the think horse. Paul McCartney's horse? You don't horse write songs about people you didn't fuck. Mm-hmm. Be one thing if it was a poem. You don't write songs song. about people you didn't fuck. That's Is that the a, truth. That's a general rule. Yeah, if a song's about someone, you have to have fucked them. I was raised against my will to learn everything about writing pop music. So that is a golden rule of pop music. So when people write a song about Jesus, well, you know, that's, I think, I and think all that, those songs about Santa, the Santa one for real. I Santa think the Jesus baby. one, there's a little bit of like leeway there because like Jesus kind of fucks your heart. You know what I mean? Like his, his spirit is, I'm very Christian, right? Very Christian. Of course. So I've written a lot of songs about Jesus. Again, my mom, uh, I mean, Dr. Phyllis didn't really like that. I was writing a lot of uh, songs about Christ, and she was not really into that. So, But, you know, in a way, it's like Jesus makes love to your spirit by saving you and absolving you of your sins. Yeah. So Just like we here at Fat Tango Radio uh, make love to people's ear holes yeah. with our voices. And you talk about fucking ponies, which is really cool. I'm surprised it's not a bigger show. Yep. A lot of pony fucking here. What? Uh, what? Uh, they might be bronies. Yeah. Yeah. You guys could probably talk about Jesus Christ a little bit more, though. If that's just my little two cents. Okay. I'm I'm not really anyone. Just John McCartney. Yeah. You know. You got some good Maikus. I do have a lot of good Maikus. Would you like me to provide some Maikus to your show? You could play them in and out of... Like when you're coming in and out, like how about you just give us one more Maiku before you leave? Sure, I can give you one more Maiku. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see here. Let me open up my book. It's a weird sounding book. Those are the pages. Um <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Um Will you still need me? Will you still plead for me, man, when I'm 64-ish? That was just a haiku. No, I said ish at the end. It made it a little different. I don't know, dude. That seemed like a... Five, seven, six. And this time you were counting on your fingers. This time you were like counting on your fingers to make sure it was That's just a thing I do. I do that a lot. See, I'm doing it now. Just counting the inches of my schlong. <laughs> See right. how many I'm counting? Well, it was a pleasure having you on, John McCartney. Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey, Mikey. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's good. How are you? You ready to start the show? Uh, I yeah. I noticed you were in here with someone else. Yeah, John but, McCartney. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he was... Uh, the inventor of the Maiku. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. We'll drop that. Um, yeah. That was fun. Um, you know, um, I believe he has like, well, I guess it's not a brother, but there's another one of those <clears throat> that some scientists did. I think his name was like uh, Ringo Harrison or something. 
And he uh, was not of note at all. Haringo star. Haringo? <laughs> Haringo star. Haringo star. <laughs> Haringo starison. Yeah. Starison? Do you hear an ice cream man? I hear an ice cream man. I hear man. an ice cream man too. All right, we're going to pause real quick. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just kidding. We hate ice cream here. Um... Ring, Ringnen McHarrison. Ring, uh, Ring and McHarrison. Ringnen, because it's like Ring from Ringo and Nen mm. from Lennon. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. And then Mick from McCartney. Uh huh. Don't forget Brian Epstein and he his was the son Beatle. from George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Mick, Mick's son. So. Ringden Mickison. Steen. Steen. Yeah, you got to have Brian Epstein in there. Nobody knows who Brian Epstein is. Anyone that gives more than one fuck about the Beatles know who's Bri- knows who Brian Epstein okay, is. Okay, but we're not catering to people. Okay, how about who George gave... Martin? You know who George Martin is? No. He's kind of the fifth Beatle, too. You don't know who George Martin There's is? There's two fifth Beatles? It doesn't even make sense. You'd have a fifth Beatle, <laughs> then a sixth Beatle. Oh, yeah? Well, how about those cars that are called fifth wheels that only have four? Yeah, got you there. What the fuck? I've never even heard of this car. They're like the fourth, the fifth and fifth members of the Beatle. <laughs> I can't remember which one's considered the fifth. I think it's Brian Epstein because they say if he wasn't manager, they wouldn't be together. And then they basically broke up shortly after he died. But, um, yeah, George Martin was huge influence. Like at a big part of their music and making George Martin. Isn't he that comedian? No. Oh, he's the producer. That worked with the Beatles. I thought he was that comedian who like used the guitar and he was super kind of like awkward. You know what I'm thinking of? I think you're thinking of George R. R. Martin. Yeah, maybe. He was the comedian. He did the like. He wrote uh, all these guitar, funny, hilarious guitar songs. And he about, would like, like use a drawing dragon pad lady. He would like fucking. Yeah. He would draw with both hands. He was ambidextrous. Oh, no. No, 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 I think that's, yeah, George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin yeah. yeah. Uh, very distinctly different from uh, Dimitri Martin. Who wrote the... That was uh, incredible. The, the HBO the series. Books. Yes. Ah, uh, good. That, you know, the iconic HBO series of The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. Classic Dimitri Martin. The Elden Lord of the Rings. The Elden Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, funny stuff. Funny comedy. Funny, funny stuff. We're making jokes here on the podcast today. I'm tired. Me too. We took the kids to the pier this morning and like walked it to try and wear them out. And it made me tired. (laughs) Ha ha, backfired. (laughs) And then we like went to the harbor. That's what you get for trying to trick children. Got fish and chips. And they're like, now I'm full of delicious food. I'm very tired. Yeah. Just want to sleep. Yeah, chips will do that. Listen to a couple of my coups. Fishy chips. Really chill, you know? Yeah. You okay? Smelling the pits? Yeah. A little stinky there, pal? No, I just, that's why I'm, I'm not stinky. No, I'm, I'm doing good too. I'm a little sweaty. Like I can feel like you ever like, you ever get a little sweaty in the pits and then you pull your arm up and there's a breeze and so all of a sudden your pit gets cold. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. But then I was like, well, I'm going to air it out a little bit and be like, smell check. Sure. But I, I put on the deodorant today. I got the uh, 
I got the today. Deodorant. Today's a special day. Today, put yeah. on the deodorant. Yeah, today was like I thought today would be the day. Oh, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> recording the podcast. Better put on the the deodorants. Well, our audience appreciates it. Yeah, um, I, I hope so. We have the uh, smello vision for audio. Smello vision. Smell audio. A Futurama joke, right? Smell vision. I think so. Is it yeah. one of the, the titles? Like now with smell vision or whatever. Yeah. I think smell-o-vision was a thing, like... Probably before. You have, like, scratch and sniff for TV. Oh. Maybe. It's like the 4D experience. Yeah. Smell-o-vision. It's like it's like when you would go on California Soren at yeah. uh-huh. uh, California Adventure, and they'd hit you with the mist of the orange groves yeah. and the oceans. Good feeling. Yeah. I went on that one time. You were there. We brought in all these edibles. Why is that so funny? I and went on it one time. You were there. <laughs> and we had all these edibles. And so like, I was like really baked. And it was just like we got on. We took off our shoes. And we just like the cool breezes of the California. And then the hot desert. But all the smells. Dude, it, was like yeah. I, it was like I was actually soaring over California. The... Uh... Disneyland on edibles was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like the right amount where you're just feeling good and you're not like, cause I've accidentally gotten too high at Disneyland and been like, okay, I need to just sit on the train for like three and a half hours. <laughs> like, and then just sat on the train for three and a half yeah. hours, you know, like, Oh, the dinosaurs again, this is about to be intense. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You remember when we went to Disneyland and we were with boss and or Lauren, as you call her, I call her boss. And um, we would throw change out to yes. try to get people crowd fishing. To, crowd fishing. And we'd yeah. like throw out change to see who picked up the coins. And you get points based on like if it's a kid or an adult or a yeah. cast member. We should we should say that this was back when they had the like super cheap Southern California passes. So we were all dirt poor. Yeah, and would get the passes because it was like two hundred bucks for the year. Uh, but you can only Fucking go to less like, than that. It was cheap, dude. So we all got that, but we were dirt poor, so didn't have money. We would go all the time, but not be able to spend any money. And so we would. It was sick going though. We would go we, enough. We'd go for the rides and shit. Yeah, and you it, would go enough to be like, hey, fuck it, let's sit. We started that game where we would yeah. sit on a bench, and everyone would take like. It was like the the price was based on was it the p- kind of person that picked it up or was it? Yeah, I think it was like also had to do with the amount of the coin. Like if you get someone to pick up a penny. You got more points than picking up a quarter because people are more likely to pick up a quarter. Maybe. But we would just like sit on a bench in a, one of those thoroughfares where people would go by and buy the hundreds like a minute and just like flick out a quarter. Bing, and then you would just watch yours and then wait. And if someone like saw it, reached down and picked it up, it was just fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember all the times that we'd have like one of those like security guards start watching us? No, no, you don't. There was like a few times where like we'd be sitting there and then one of the cast member like guards that like don't look like they're security because they're in like straw hats and Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Would like kind of walk up and stand. Oh, those guys were security. Guards? Yeah, they would stand like away from us, but close enough that they would be watching us mm. and we would like just keep playing. And then like it was like two or three times and then they would watch us like he was checking out to make sure we weren't up to some. Yeah, we were fucking weird. And then, like, we'll well, we watch us weird, for 10 but... minutes just sitting there throwing coins out and then getting excited when someone picked up us, picked it up, and then just, like, 
walk away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess these assholes are they're just being dumb. And <laughs> then, like, fucking every once in a while, you'd get, like, a kid or two who, like, would pick up on what you're doing. And they would, so, like, they'd start grabbing the coin every time you threw yeah. it. And you'd say, he's like, fuck, I got to move to a new we spot. We got to move. Kids would be worth less, too, because kids saw a nickel on the ground. They pick it up every time. Yeah. The adults. Getting an adult, especially, I think it was age, because... Every now and then one of us get, would get like an like a grandpa or someone to get all excited and reach down and pick up a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like ten points. I don't even remember our point system, but that was that was fun. We could ask Lauren. She used to play that when she was a kid, I guess. Like with oh, really? her family. I didn't realize that. Like it was I like a, that was original. No, I think it was an old game that she had done before. She's like, Oh, you should do this with my dad. That's awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. That was a good time. Good times. What's the highest you've been? Do you have a super high memory for Disneyland? Like getting way too high on accident? I feel like it's no. probably not all right that we talk about this, but fuck it. We have a niche audience, right? Like, why would I don't this? do it anymore? I don't go to Disneyland. I can't what? afford Disneyland. Yeah, fucking for real. Like, Jesus. Well, and I think there was a difference between like we'd eat some edibles beforehand versus like trying to smoke weed outside of the park. Like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't smoke They'll fucking nail weed. you down in a second for that shit. Yeah. So it was always edibles, but like, yeah, I remember the one this time. This was like way back when. This was yeah. this was like 10 years ago now we'd mm-hmm. be doing this, like way before they started. Because like, I think one of the reasons they started doing such a crazy crackdown on the weed and shit is because it got legal. Yeah. So everybody started getting real bold and brash about yeah, it. Start, and then vapes were coming out too, so they'd just be, go outside or do it in the park. Yeah. So they would like hunker down on people vaping in the park and shit, which I, I mean, I guess I get but it's like they, the alcohol I get if they're hammering someone down for sneaking booze into the park. But they now sell alcohol in the park, yeah. like and so it's like that kind of makes sense because they're like, hey, we want you to buy our alcohol. You know what I mean? But like, maybe you should start selling weed, Disneyland. They should then start selling weed. You fucking imagine going up and buy spending like fucking. $35 for a single joint. Yeah. You could Disneyland. overprice the fuck out of it. And people yeah, will still, buy, still it buy it because, the, because you're smoking the, weed at Disneyland and the ease of not having to worry about it. Like having a little joint with fucking Mickey ears all over the wrapper and That'd shit, like going to the designated smoking area, like, and fucking getting high would be sick. It'd if, probably be worth the money on its own. If they legalized weed, like any time, like in the nineties, any time before 2000, it would have been that. You think so? I think so. Hmm. Why do you think that? Um, I don't know, because this is how it was back then. Mm. You know, like you can't do weird. Like everybody smokes cigarettes everywhere, yeah. you know? And like now there's like little smoking sections at Disneyland, but there's still smoking section well, because it's like such an embedded part of culture. Like yeah. if weed was such an embedded part of culture. That's true. Like cigarettes became and alcohol is. Yeah. They fucking, they would have. If it, I sometimes imagine like if weed was never like pushed out in like the thirties and forties and was still just allowed for regular use, like never was banned. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder what it would look like today. Like, I bet you it would be the normalcy of it culturally. Yeah. Like your parents just smoking weed as your kid growing up, like would probably be a lot more I mean, casual. And the, the, there's the benefit of it. Not like cigarette smoking has actual negative benefits to you and those around you. Yeah. And it's like weed now has studies that show that it actually builds like lung tissue and shit. So like weed would have been like, weed would have been treated like cigarettes in the sense that they would have manufactured a specific kind of joint that would get you super addicted and fucking kill you. That's a good point. 
And then Maybe. and there'd be like a truth thing about fucking weed now. Yeah, it could be. Although from what I understand, cigarettes, a big part of that addiction too was like had to do with their lobbying for mm. regulations on the industry and stuff like that. So they were packing them full of shit that was not good for you because they were like, oh, you know, if you let anyone make cigarettes, then they're going to put unhealthy shit in there. And this nicotine stuff is really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think there's multiple issues in that whole whole ordeal but you know so in some ways it's probably good that it came about the way it did because it is more natural yeah that's why they don't like it but i also get it disneyland is like kid centric it's families for the most part although i feel like these days it's not as much that as it was when we were kids when we were kids it was like family but like disney adult is a real thing and it's a very prominent thing yeah you know like fucking chelsea and i were disney i mean I guess we are still, but we're fucking, we have a family and kids that we take now, but like yeah. we were Disney adults, you know what I mean? Like going all the fucking time and, and enjoying it. And there's people, when you go now with your kids and family, it feels like half the people there, maybe it's not quite half, but a lot of the people there are just a couple or some friends out to enjoy Disneyland. Yeah. There's groups that like, will get together specifically to go to Disneyland and then like They'll do biker jackets and shit mm -hmm. for their gang, for their Disney gang. Mm -hmm. And there's many, there's like many different groups. Well, Dapper Day. Yeah, Dapper Day is another thing. That was starting up when we were going and now it's fucking massive. It's That's pretty cool. If y'all haven't done Dapper Day, even if you're not dressing up just to experience it, it's a lot of fun. Especially going down Main Street and everyone's all fucking dressed like turn of the century. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of fun. But... Yeah. Disney can be fucking kind of Disney can be a little strict about like the smoking mm -hmm. of weed, but like they should have, they shouldn't be so fucking harsh about edibles and shit. They should let us have edibles. I mean, they, you know, they kind of do. I mean, although they got all the dogs sniffing now. Yeah. So if you walk in with like a fucking weed cookie, it's it smell, probably, it'll smell back like when weed. I was going, it wasn't, you weren't getting sniffed when you went in, you know, yeah. like, so I guess nowadays you'd eat it beforehand, but I, I, I also think like, dude, speaking of the cigarettes that you mentioned, like you went to Paris, Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Europe is so different with the cigarettes. Yeah. Like going to Disneyland Paris versus Disneyland in Anaheim. Like there's like two little tiny sections for smokers here. Yeah. But in Paris, it was like, there's just people walking, smoking cigarettes everywhere in line, like holding their kids hands, like, you know, yeah. just smoking cigarettes, but it's like, it's kind of like that everywhere, at least where we went in Paris and shit, like was just people fucking smoke. And that, and also it's really funny, too, because like the packaging yeah. on all the cigarettes, it's it shows pictures of people like dying of cancer and yeah. like diseased lungs and organs and shit. Fucking sick children. And, and they're shit. like, cigarettes do this to you. You, you want to buy this pack of cigarettes? You can buy this. Yes. But this, you have to remember, <laughs> this is your future. Yeah, it's, it's wild to see because it's so casually done and it almost feels like the people are so desensitized to the imagery on the packages because mm -hmm. we'd sit down with people like friends of our, you know, my brother-in-law and stuff and they're all natives and they just like throw their pack on the on the table while they're smoking, drinking wine, having a good time. And then you forget about it and then you look down, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's just like three packs of cigarettes with fucking people on respirators and dying and shit and chemo yeah. like just there in the middle of the table while you're having a good time. And then it's like the general warning or something, whatever, the Surgeon General warning. Yeah. I but like the, the if, European version of I wonder that. if that's an EU thing or if it's a uh, France thing. I guess we wouldn't know because we're only in France. But 
Um, I don't know. I want curious. it because it could be a France thing because we have some English um, listeners. If y'all know, let us know. It could be a France thing because I like smoking is such a big part of the French culture. Yeah. But then like, uh, and it's like, it's getting phased out and shit. It seems like they're trying to, at least. Well, they're trying. I don't know if they are. I was talking to a, one of the guys that I met, there was a friend of a friend who's from here. He's a freaking doctor specifically focused on respiratory, like asthma and all this shit. He was telling me like, I, I world stats and shit. Europe is like the top mm -hmm. risk. And he's like, it's cause he's like, I'm, what did he say? He's like, I'm like kind of a fan of socialized medicine, but like, that's why people smoke so much out there. Cause they're like, my, it's free. You know what I mean? Like, I think I wonder he, his theory was like in America, we have to pay out the ass if you get cancer. Yeah. So like, there's a motivating factor to us to not fucking get lost in debt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, which is weird because you're like, Oh, to me, I always thought it was just like, just not wanting to die. You know what I mean? But you can see that too, though. People have different motivations, I guess. So I don't know. I thought that was an interesting theory he had. Like, hey, you're the fucking doctor. I don't know. But yeah, which, which would make That's sense funny. if they're dealing with that. Then, yeah, fucking put people dying on the remind these motherfuckers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, nice. California doesn't even have like any flavored tobacco at all anymore in yeah. any capacity. It's wild. You go into a shelf that they say, it's funny. You'll go into like a gas station. They'll still have the massive shelf from five, 10 years ago of tobacco and cigarettes. And it's like half empty. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. So how do you feel about ponies today? Uh, they're fine. <laughs> you know, they're ponies. They are ponies. I, I, uh, had a question for you. Where was it? Okay. If you could, if you got Rarity's little curse that she had in this episode where you could just fucking magic things, fix things about your town, your world or whatever, mm -hmm. what would you use your magic? It seemed like it was mostly manifestation. Like obviously she didn't institute any societal changes or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just, it was just like the look of something or whatever. Gold so, roads yeah. and shit like that. What would you change if you could pull some shit like that? Um, the gold mm -hmm. road looked like piss, by the way. It looked like a piss road. I would change all the ocean water to pee water. Love it. Go on. Um, Wait, you would change it to actual pee water? Yes. Love it. Thank and, you. Uh, but still have the same salt content. <laughs> Naturally. Um <laughs> I would change all the tall monuments that we make jokes like haha those look like penises. I would actually make them penises. Okay. So like yeah. the Washington Monument, uh the Eiffel Tower. Natural. Okay. All right. Uh the Lincoln Memorial. All classic all, penis all, monuments. All penis all yeah. will be changed into penises. You could take make every like white picket fence in the world. Just mm. Look like a penis, white picket penis. Yeah. Um, white pricket fence. <laughs> Pricks like penises. Yeah. What else would I do? I'd fucking. Um, I don't know. What would you do? I have no idea. I just wanted to ask you. You're better at this shit. I would. Uh... 
Let me look out the window at the world. Actually, I know what I would do. I would buy a shitty, cheap car and just turn it into a very nice, expensive car. I would... Drop 500 bucks on a clunker, turn it into something bomb. I would make every car have uh, suicide doors. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Every car. And they'd all open like this. That'd be sick. That'd be fucking sick. Um... I would. Uh, I feel like this power would be most useful in your just day to day. Like, oh, the batteries in my controller are dead. You'd turn, pull them out and turn them into good batteries that work again. Yeah. And then just put them back in. Shit like that would be nice. Oh, the new Xbox dropped. Guess I got one now. You know? Oh, this food tastes like shit. Gonna make it taste good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What yeah. did you think about uh, Rarity covering Spike and Cock Rings? Crystal cock rings. Um, I was like, why doesn't he just eat that? He could eat yeah. that off of himself. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a snack. His, his, that's like wearing edible underwear for Spike. It's like she gave him a uh, rock candy necklace. Yeah, exactly. But for his whole body. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was hoping that she would eat it off him. She was hoping she would eat it off. Maybe of him. he was hoping that she'd eat it off. Well, he, he got it off, so maybe he did eat it. Yeah, I think he probably ate it like throughout yeah. an hour. Throughout the hour, <laughs> yeah, started munching. It was an afternoon What am snack. I going to do about this thing with rarity? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, maybe. You think, I always think better when I'm eating. True. Full belly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen a rarity, Spike Loves Rarity episode in a while, I feel like. I feel like their relationship has finally evolved into, they're just friends. Yeah. He definitely has some sort of adoration for her, though. Like, even in this episode, like, mostly it's, like, friends. And the, the ultimate, like, message of the episode was, like, oh, I don't want to lie to a friend. Truth set you free or whatever. But, like, he still, when she's, like, oh, I value what you say. So I'm, you're my favorite dragon. And he gets all blushed up, you know. He's yeah. like, I'm your favorite, you know. So... Would you say I'm a bad dragon? This is kind of was a Spike Loves Rarity a little episode. bit because like he he gets the fucking book, which I love is in this like fucking layer in the treehouse. Yes, no, no, no. It was in the that was in the Everfree Forest. Oh, it was the in the Everfree Castle. I wrote that down because I was like, isn't that like? Didn't they a fix it up? Like they didn't they renovate it or whatever? And I then, think so. Yeah. And then so it wasn't here. It was still busted. And B, I was like, isn't it a big deal? Like. Or they've been like afraid to go to it because it's in the fucking Everfree Forest yeah. or whatever. The lengths that Spike will go. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the point there. Do you want anything? I loved the way he fucking walked out of there. Like, actually, like there was nothing going on. He fucking yeah. Mr. Magoo himself out of there. And actually, beyond that, I love that he just, Spike can just fucking burn through locks. Yeah, he's a he dragon. He just fucking burned it off. It was awesome. He's a dragon. Like, fuck. He dragon power. Use that baby. more often. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Just like, oh, this won't stand in my way. Because he has that line, too, when he grabs a book, which I liked. What, Alicious? Why would it, what, is, what did he say? They wouldn't, why wouldn't they want me to take it if they made it so easy to get to or whatever? Like, yeah. Yeah, I use Silly Spike. That was hard to get to. Uh-huh. Crazy boy. Crazy. No, that was fun. That was fun. Um, let's see. What else? Um. I'm a little bummed we didn't see more of, more of the foul, foal and Philly fair. Um, I thought we were going to see more of that, and then it was just kind of over really fast. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of loved Rarity and her drama when she was sad. And she just throws herself on like her drama lounger. Yeah. Crying and eating like nine gallons of ice cream. Uh, that was great. Loved that. Just making me giggle on the inside. Um, that theater guy was a fucking asshole. Yeah, that dude was a prick. No, this is wrong. Like, you didn't talk about specs beforehand. Yeah, you didn't try to, like, work that out. And someone comes to you and is like, hey, I want to make you for this thing and make you a traveling marionette theater house thing, cart, whatever. Yeah. And he, you didn't, you didn't think to go, okay, well, that would be great, but I need this much room at least to be able to do my marionetting and I really want it to move. I mean, I guess if he did say that, and Rarity designed it and showed up, then he's kind of justified in being a prick. Like, this is worthless. I fucking told you I needed to do this. But it, it seemed like it might be unclear mm -hmm. if that's what he was pulling. Do you know what I mean? It, it seemed like he didn't fucking specify. Yeah. The lazy ass, she was like, I'll make you a theater. He's like, cool. Everyone probably knows how then, what I need for that. And then she rolls up and he's like, you dumb bitch. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. This is all fucked up. His marionettes are giving her the eye. Yeah. Um, also, is it like cheating? Like he's not using marionette like skills. Who is he cheating on? Well, his wife. Of course. For sure. Well, yeah. Uh, for he's fucking his puppets. Um, but that if, which it, he makes come to life. So he makes these puppets mm -hmm. come to mm -hmm. life with his magic, and then he fucks the puppets. So that's kind of. Is it, would you consider that ma a masturbation? Um, just fucking a sex doll. Is that considered masturbation? Yes. So if you had, and if you had the magic, like he does over the marionettes, to bring your sex doll to life, it moves and turns over when you want to fuck it from behind and stuff. Like, is that still masturbation? I think so, because you're making it move. Yeah, I think so. So it's kind of like lighting a candle for yourself when you masturbate. Yeah. You know? It's pretty you're, much You're, you're trying to make it feel yeah. special. Now, if you had sex with this doll that somebody else was... <laughs> Control moving around. moving around. That would be a form you're of sex. It. You're fucking a sex doll, and I'm like hidden behind it, moving the arm. Oh, I love you, yeah. Mikey. This is great. Yeah. Fuck me in the butthole. Like, and then turn it over. Like, that would be that, that would, would be, be sex. Fucking hilarious. That <laughs> would be sex. Yeah. Because you're fucking me holding the doll in a yeah. way. Okay. <laughs> That's a great image. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, no, his marionettes, is it cheating? Because like the marionettes don't even have strings. He's just moving them with magic. Like he doesn't have a marionette skill of being able to maneuver subtly these puppets with a multitude of strings and small hand movements. He probably could. He probably learned it, but then he learned the magic and then he like got lazy and that probably was what led to him being an asshole. You know, you're probably right. I think maybe he was the best at one time, but he let his ego get the hold get hold of him. The fact that he yeah. relies so heavily on the magic is just a a manifestation of his laziness. Mm. You know, that's deep. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Can you do you think that that ability, that magic, like, do you think that there's speaking of being able to like pick something up, move it, or whatever? Do you think that there are unicorns out there that like use that during sex with other full unicorns? Like, you know, if someone's having sex and like you're really getting into it and like you might grab your partner and like turn him over kind of aggressively in the heat of the moment or whatever. Like, do you think there's unicorns that just do that with their magic? Like fucking, oh, yeah, yeah. And then just move, use their magic and flip them over and then start like going to town. Yes. Yeah, I think yes, so I too. Think so. It's fucking hot. <laughs>
yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what else? What else happened here? Um, I liked uh, I liked the Bird Mansion. The Bird Mansion was dope the, because the, it like and the bird immediately got lost and couldn't find their way out of the, the and, Bird Mansion. And Fluttershy on the outside, like, nope, I think that's a shoe closet. Like, yeah, yeah no, that was great. Loved that. Um, <laughs> loved that. I hated I hated Rarity's reasoning though because she's like everybody loves surprises and like everybody doesn't yeah. love surprises. Although as we learned, it, that wasn't really Rarity being herself. She yeah. seemed to not know. She came out of her fucking magic stupor. Was like, what happened? Why is there piss ground all over Ponyville? You know, like she was very confused by yeah. it all. And Spike was like, you did it, bitch. I'm honest now. So, um, let's see. Uh, Owlicious eerily watching everything, like just kind of being Spike's conscious mm-hmm. conscience. That was that was fun. I liked that. Yeah, we haven't seen a whole lot of Owlicious yet. Yeah, recently, and him just rolling up and fucking judging. Yeah, that was fun. I like the idea that he came into this when Spike went to the the uh, abandoned castle too. Like Owlicious was probably what was he doing? I don't know. Spike, did he? You think he was like, yo, Owl, Owlicious? I'm heading over here. Like, come have my back. I don't want to go alone. And Alicia's was like, just getting all judgy. Cause he was judgy immediately while they were in there looking for a book to help rarity. He was already kind of judging spike. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? There's a bad road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before he even found the fucking tome. Yeah. Um, speaking of the tome, can we talk about the fa- fact that spike just fucking ate it? Yeah. He just fucking ate it. I was I was so surprised by that. Just just down the hatch, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me. Mm. Like, oh, he just it's got, he just ate it. I, I was waiting for something to happen. Like, does he have the power now? Because after he ate it, she goes, "How about a chariot?" And he goes, "Yeah, a chariot." And I thought, oh, maybe now he's speaking the words to manifest it. It's hitting him or something. You know what I mean? Mm. But no, Rarity just still had it in her. She had the horn. Did you like how it like the green came out of the book and like wrapped around her horn too? Yeah. And just grabbed onto it. Yeah. It's pretty phallic. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. (laughs) We're really honing in on the sexuality of this episode. I don't know, dude. You're just, you're just going. Hey, you talked about turning the United States monuments into penises. I did. Yeah. You started it. But you just fucking you just went you asked me a question and then you fucking continue to talk and change the subject like three more times until you landed at wherever you just landed that's not true we've talked about multiple things that's not true you just you just fucking okay take the way mikey lead us um lead us give me something to talk about and i will not detract from it i promise i don't believe you at all um let me let me review my notes here. Everyone knows that good radio is stagnant. Yeah, Rarity Rarity just wants to make everything. This is from my notes here. Okay, yeah, give it. Rarity to just me. wants to make everything fancy and proper, but not everybody likes fancy and proper, do they? Do you like? Would you prefer fancy or proper, or like your regular status, like your Applejack, and you got your cart changed? Would you be bummed about that? I would. I wouldn't be happy about it. That thing looked heavy. Yeah. It, thing looked heavy. it was not. She was that thing served a utility purpose, folk like a utility driven purpose. Mm. And she turned it into like a bejeweled chariot. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't have been happy. Same thing with the kid's birthday party. 
Like, yeah, she like, turned it all fucking proper. Like, I wouldn't be happy about that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Pinkie Pie might have a breakdown. When yeah, she saw it. Pinkie Pie came out and freaked. Yeah, and they cut away. I would have too, man. I would have been pissed because that's Pinkie Pie's deal. Yeah, she makes the parties. It does make you wonder if, well, I guess everyone would have had the magic drive them towards different manifestations. But Rarity's the one. I was I wrote in the notes, Rarity's probably the worst person to get this magic. Yeah. And she she did. She just What do you think uh if, if so like any of the other main six got the magic, how do you think they would have changed the world? Oh, so just to be clear, we're moving on from the specific subject of rarity making things fancy. Yes. Okay, all right, just want to make sure. I want you to lead the way. So <laughs> I'm just being dumb. Um, who do I think would have been the best to get it? Is that what you said? Yeah. Hmm. Best to get it. I don't fucking think any of them, man. Nobody should have it, right? Like if you had to pick someone best case scenario. Probably. No, no, not not the best. I'm not asking like who the best is. Could one of them have wielded it good? No, no. I'm asking like what do you think they would have done? Like oh. Rarity got it. And she's like, I I'm going to make everything fancy and proper. And then okay. what if like Rainbow Dash got it? How would Rainbow Dash not change the world? And then like in Twilight Sparkle got it. How would Twilight Sparkle change the world? I think uh, Rainbow Dash would have like given herself like a Wonder Bolts outfit. Mm. I mean, they, they couldn't have because only the unicorns could have gotten it. But to say they did, Rainbow Dash... Um, Control maybe control the sky. I don't know. Do you think Rainbow Dash would be interested in it at all? She um, has everything she loves. She can fly. She can control the weather. Yeah. Yeah, Rainbow Dash probably wouldn't have use for her, would she? Probably not. She probably would get I mean, she built herself a fucking cloud mansion. She doesn't have a need to just manifest anything necessarily. Yeah. And neither does uh Twilight Sparkle. I don't know, because Twilight probably I think Twilight's the case of she would try and use it for good, but similarly get disrupted in her and and probably lost and confused in the way she perceives it. Because she would recognize quickly that, oh, I did this for someone to make it good, but that's not what they wanted. That's my interpretation they wanted. Then get really hyper-focused on finding out what someone specifically wanted to make them happy. You know what I mean? But like Twilight, but Twilight doesn't need it because Twilight's got all the magic and shit. But does she have the magic to just manifest a cart? Probably. Change the roads to piss? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe she would be the best to wield it then. I don't care if she's the best to wield it though. Oh, I'm just throwing that out for me. Oh, I don't care. Pinkie Pie. (laughs) I mean, Pinkie Pie would have turned everything cartoon and goofy, right? Like we know that. Uh, yeah. So these houses should be made of candy. Woo. You know, like that would have been her. There was a approach. bunch of wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm flailing. She would have become Discord. Yeah. She would have fully become Discord. Not even intentionally or nefariously, just like, just by being chaotic. That would have been a sick ass fucking episode, actually. Yeah. Cause like she's starting to make it rain chocolate milk and turn people into bunnies and like whatever. And then suddenly she's like, oh, why do I have to be a pony? And then like, you know, suddenly. Oh, what if I had a tail? And then she's got Discord's tail, and then she's fucking around more. That's fun, and changes a pot. And then before, by the end, she looks like Discord. Mm. You know, why do I have to sound like this? I'll sound like this. You know, like yeah, Pinkie Pie Pinkie would have been full Discord. Been the best. That would have been fun it. to watch. Applejack. I think Applejack <laughs> would have experienced sloth. Sloth, like she she's a hard lazy. worker, and she would have been able to just manifest all of her. Uh, apples on the trees, 
harvested food, whatever, like her hardworkingness of like getting shit done. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been her, her issue. She would have just not valued it anymore and started being lazy and not doing anything for herself. I think it would have been sloth. What do you think? Yeah, I think Applejack would have been Applejack would have gotten super lazy with it. Maybe I, I think she would have started using it to she like her instinct would have been to like fucking build up her uh, yeah. Like automate her fucking entire yeah. process so that she doesn't have to fucking kick the trees anymore. And she, they don't have to like do all this work to get the fucking. She would would be hilarious. Juices. The other thing is it could have gone the opposite direction where she becomes like Jeff Bezos. She's like, why is it just apples? I can just teleport this stuff to people's doorsteps in boxes. What if I sell books? What if I sell this? I could just make anything. People just make an order online and I'll zap it to you. You know, like yeah. she could have gone the other direction too. But I think the sloth is more likely. Um, who else do we have? Fluttershy. What do you think would have happened with her? I don't think Fluttershy would have used it. Yeah, she would have been like self-conscious. Although mm. she might have been driven to use it for the animals. Maybe she fucks up the ecosystem because she's trying to help everyone. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, you don't ever have to hunt for nuts anymore, squirrels. I'll just give them to you. But then the trees stop getting their like seeds dispersed properly. You know what I mean? Like mm. shit like that. Just one of those like getting an overhead click. Rainbow Dash would have used it. Rainbow Dash would have used it to like do obstacle courses and shit. Did I say Rainbow Dash? I thought I said Fluttershy. No, like before, before, before when we were talking about oh, Rainbow yeah, Dash, you didn't think be, Rainbow Dash would use it. Just to be it. dope. Yeah, that's true. But like Rainbow Dash would have used it to like fucking fly around and like make shit pop out of nowhere yeah for her own like whatever she thinks is cool in front of her eyes yeah that's true yeah she probably would eat she beef up her wings yeah <laughs> yeah what what would have spike done um made gems to eat yeah horde turn into the dragon thing again we've yeah. already been there yeah i don't know i don't know yeah I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I really just got in a loop there. Um, do you see my killer socks? Scream socks. Yeah, it's Ghostface. Very nice. You know they dropped the uh, the new Scream Six trailer. Yes. Yeah. I heard all about it. Apparently, there's like this scene where they take like all of like shit from the previous murders and stuff, like yeah. T-shirts and stuff from victims and like put them all in like a theater. Yeah. It's like, and a so shrine. people are like speculating that like, there's like, they're doing the cult thing that they were supposed to do in scream three. Yeah. They were going to do you the hear, cult thing. Have you heard about that? Yeah. The cult in, in thing. scream three. But then they didn't do it because like Columbine or something had just happened. Yeah. So now they're maybe they're trying to do like the cult thing. Yeah. That's now. why like scream three, they made scream three all goofy and shit yeah, because, because yeah. of the, like everybody's afraid of that. Yeah. But, uh, but now they, like, they might be doing the cult thing. I don't know. I ho- I just hope they bring back Stu Mocker, but I think they're too big of pussies to do that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots I'd throw fired. down the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty hyped on that. I fucking love the Scream movies. Yeah. Scream, I, Scream is one of my favorite franchises. I, as I told you, I'm hyped on Harry Potter. Yeah. The you Hogwarts were showing game. me some of those uh, the the, game the, the gameplay. I'm you you were that. very hyped on the, the flying not just the flying. It's just that's what pulled up when I should. I'm, I'm hyped on the idea of it being that RPG element of like just walking out of Hogwarts. And, yeah. And the coolness of the fact that they built out like a world around Hogwarts. Because in the movies we see like a little Hogsmeade and then just like a little ride around, mm-hmm. you know, like the Forbidden Forest and shit. But like 
this looks like they get in the gameplay, they get on the broom and just fucking go till Hogwarts is like on the horizon. Yeah. You know, so like they That's built cool. a full, like you get to explore the Scottish Highlands, you know, like it looks sick. The broom, I am kind of hyped on the broom because the flying, like to be able to just fly. But I don't know if you caught that in the gameplay. They're not letting you just take to the sky and go where the fuck you want. The broom has like a threshold. You have to like upgrade it and shit to be able yeah. to get to that. So like keep you low. It's more like a mount. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'd be interested in the uh, the gameplay as far as like combat and shit and how you're using the wand and spells and different things you can yeah. use. It looks like it's designed from like from what I showed you. It looks like it's designed a lot like uh, the way the Assassin's Creed games have been lately with like the spells and stuff slotted into the trigger actions and stuff. And being able to like control and have like a, what's it called? Cooldown times for each one and shit. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm curious t- to experience it because it looks cool and fluid, but when they do shit like this before the game releases, the developers are always cool and fluid because they know the fucking mechanics so well, you know, like yeah. whether or not everyday people like us feel it like fluid and shit. That's the real question. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I thought there. you would be a lot more hyped on the game. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been super into gaming lately. Hmm. Just because Harry um, Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really care right now. Hmm. I'm uh I've been playing Ragnarok and that's been a lot of fun and I care way more about like screaming shit. Yeah, that's fair. It's like all of my hype is for this fucking movie that's coming out in March. That's fair. And that's gonna be like a twenty dollar ticket versus like a fucking sixty dollar video game. That's true. Although yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just excited because I feel like it's been a while since I've had a very deep play kind of game. Yeah. Like that. Like uh, High on Life was fun, but it's a quick game. And this kind of game with the depths of just getting lost in a world and exploring for the yeah. sake of exploring uh, and it being fucking Hogwarts and shit. And I'm also kind of excited. Like, I don't. However, someone feels about J.K. Rowling right now aside um, I'm excited for something developing in the world of Hogwarts and Harry Potter, or whatever, by other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when a franchise expands and other people pick up this thing someone created and they they do their own. Where it's like it's no longer it. it's no longer like just J.K. Rowling. This is like thing. Her, it's it's, yeah. it's evolved into this thing that like everybody who works on it gets to be exactly. a little part of it. It's like because J.K. Rowling She's came back involved. and she did the uh, the Fantastic Beast movies mm-hmm. and those movies just. Fucking, not, they weren't good. The first one was fun. It was all right. The second one kind of lost my interest, and I just didn't see. I just don't care about the the third one. Yeah, you know, like, um, yeah, something about it. It's one of those things. It's like so. This game coming out, it could be the spark of a new era where we get a lot of new content in this world made by fans of it rather than the creator. And there used to be this stigma: was like if the creator's not involved, then it's not good. You know what I mean? And I think that's gone now. Not necessarily. It doesn't mean that if a creator's not evolved, it will innately be good. It's more like um, it can it can be. It can go either way. This game could do really well, and then we get more content. And we're like, okay, cool. We get a little golden age again of more of this shit mm-hmm. uh, in this world. Or it could be like, okay, it's just Harry Potter, Hogwarts might just be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the other thing is the Fantastic Beasts thing, I think, introduced interested people excuse me because it wasn't set at hogwarts because like i'm down to see more of the wizarding wizarding world but 
this game is set at Hogwarts. So, yeah. you know, like it's, it's back to the old thing, but it's revamped with fresh eyes and fresh people and a different time and fresh characters. So I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen the fucking meme about Harry Potter? Like in the first movie, there's a scene when he goes into the leaky cauldron and there's a wizard sitting in the corner reading a fucking Stephen Hawking book. And yeah. Stirring his cup with his finger. Yeah. And people were like, this, who is this dude? Like a, like, okay. He's, you never see wizards like talking about science or anything at all. So that's interesting. That he's reading Hawking and then B like, He's not using a wand. Yeah. Like, that's a huge fucking deal. He is a powerful fucking wizard. <laughs> and they're just stirring his cup with his finger. I don't know. I always liked that. I thought it was fun. Yeah, that was fun. But What's the next episode? The next episode that we have is episode 24 called Equestria Games. All right. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going <laughs> to guess that this is about a chess tournament. Oh, maybe. Yeah. The Equestria Games, it's a, it's a battle of wits. And you think, and the whole episode's going to be like Twilight's like, oh, I'm going to be the best chess player because I'm super fucking smart. But uh, it ends up being Pinkie Pie. But Pinkie Pie's not playing it's with chaotic. any. Yeah, she's yes. not playing with any strategy. She's like, I like the horsey. The horsey's going to move now. I like <laughs> I like the, the castle's going to move now. Yay. That kind of shit. That's fun. I, that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I was kind of thinking it would be like, obviously, they're. This wouldn't be the first time that it seemed like we were going to get to see the Equestria games and they fucking pull the rug out from under us. So yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's called Equestria games. It's another episode about preparing for the Equestria games. You, you know never what actually I mean? get like, to see the games. No actual games. It's yeah. like the games are in another day, even though they were days away before. That would be, that's kind of what I'm guessing. That'd I mean, be fun. What do you think they do at the Equestria games? What kind of, uh, like sports or whatever, do you, like what kind of shit do you think happens? Like the long jump and the 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 throwing things, all and the, the traditional ones, and the uh, yeah. You don't think that there's unfair advantages to like is a Pegasus allowed to compete in the long jump? Uh, yeah, but they tape their wings down. Mm. Like uh, like uh, Princess Leia's boobs. What? That's like a thing. They taped down Princess Leia's boobs. You didn't hear that? It was like a thing. Where like Carrie Fisher was out, like saying, like she was like getting a character, and like George Lucas was like, "No, they don't have bras in space." <laughs> and so she was like, "I'm just, I'm going without a bra. Like they don't have bras in space. They don't have bras in space." And it was like apparently it was like a thing. I could be wrong. I thought this was a thing that I've heard a million times. Like was George Lucas just trying to get Carrie Fisher to go titty out? Maybe he was like, "They don't wear bras," and also they wash my car. In a bikini. <laughs> uh, they, um, yeah, so they like, I think they taped her chest. They don't out. wear shoes in space. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pull your feet out, baby. <laughs> Let's see. Princess taped down boobs. Did others oh, on this bra? Did George Lucas conceal Princess Leia's busty boobs in Return of the Jedi? What? We've all the story how... Oh, okay. So I, I heard it wrong. I thought they taped her down like for the action sequences and stuff. But apparently there's a story, don't know if it's true or not, where her nipples were taped over with gaffer's tape in A New Hope to conceal any perkiness that may arise 
uh, especially in her long white dress. They don't get hard nipples in space. <laughs> Lucas famously told Fisher that there was no underwear in space, but apparently that's because there's also no nipples in PG movies. <laughs> okay. wearing uh, Oh, her lady lumps were apparently taped down again while wearing the slave Leia bikini in order to conceal her ample bust. That's interesting. Nice. They didn't want her to be overly sexy, which is interesting because her in that bikini is like a sex icon for many Star Wars nerds. Yeah. The, uh, apparently a lot of people in the 70s masturbated to Princess Leia. No, the 80s, because this was 85. Yeah. When she wore that bikini. I believe that. I believe that. People had, you had to masturbate where you could before the internet. Mm-hmm. You know? I remember one time I found we were like moving and stuff. I found my dad had like a book about Madonna and there was tons of like topless pictures in there. And then when you took off the cover, it wasn't actually a book about Madonna, but a book about titties. The book, the big book of titties, <laughs> the big book of titties. Like Madonna's got so many different sized boobs. Your, you found your dad's Madonna book and you're like, dad, why are these pages stuck together? <laughs> my dad, you would never think with my dad if he knew my dad. He doesn't anymore. But like growing up when he was like my age, his office and shit was full of like posters of like Sports Illustrated. Bikini like, Glad, Glad you know, Women. Like, yeah. He had a fucking poster of, uh, what's her name? Elvira. And I never saw him watch Elvira once. He just like I didn't know. He just who, liked the boobs. I knew who only knew who she was as a kid because he had a poster of her in his office. And then I learned later that she was this character. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know what it yeah. was. He also had like you know a bunch of like sports posters and shit up too. But it's it's one of those things where the older generation I think decorates. Sometimes when we were painting, you'd find like going someone's garage or something, and they got like posters from like the eighties and seventies of like. Chicks in bikinis and stuff, you know, like when I was a kid, I can't even fathom putting that up. I lived in uh, an apartment complex and we and my buddy, we'd go down to the maintenance room because the dude would let us crush his cans and it fucking like reeked of beer because a lot of the cans we were crushing were his beer cans, I guess. Looking back now. Yeah, makes sense. So we'd be crushing these cans and then hanging up on the wall was just a fucking naked lady. Titties Hell, out. He knew you guys would want to come crush cans. You guys want to come crush cans for me? No, I didn't even. No. I'll pay you the first time. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't weekend. even. I didn't even like the titties. I just like crushing the cans. It was fun can crushing. <laughs> Those titties are distracting. Yeah. I got cans to crush. But this was. Uh, was it one of those like hand crank ones where you yeah. pull a crank? Okay. You got to fucking you grab it, and you pull it down, all the range, and you the take 90s. it out. Um, I remember one time. When, cause like I remember middle school, uh, the internet still wasn't what it was. And so like you're, when you're like, look, you're looking for porn and it's like, you're getting 30 second clips online and shit. Yeah. Well, one time we were fucking waiting forever for pictures to download on dial up. Yeah. We were like, we were like out riding our bikes and shit. It like on the dirt paths and shit. And we came across just fucking nudie mags nice it's a bunch of nudie magazines hell yeah i didn't take any of them because it was gross you just yanked one out real quick no nah, i wow. was just like i was like oh that's really funny ha 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 i don't want to touch that i remember one time i used to play outside all the time and i remember one time i uh was outside and there was like just magazine scraps like someone had 
just thrown out the window. I don't know, but it was in pieces everywhere. Like, yeah. All over our front yard and like the across the street and the, near the railroad tracks and stuff. And my mom was like, just go pick that up or whatever. Like clean up all that mess. I was like, okay. And I went out all irritated and I went to start picking it up. And it was fucking like hardcore porn mag. Nice. So like I'm like picking this up and I pulled up the first one. There's just a picture of a dick with just cum just drizzling out of it. And I was like young enough to be like, what? You know, like a little, <laughs> something's wrong. What? This isn't oh. okay. Bad touch. Bad what? touch. Yeah. And I was like about to like freak out. And then I found one with like boobs on it. And I was like, okay. Like very conflicting feelings at that right, that perfect age where I was like, Interested in boobs, but not understanding. You're like, like uncomfortable with the dick. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like not quite there yet. So I was like picking them up, kind of interested, but playing this game of like, what am I gonna find? Is it gonna make me uncomfortable yeah. or feel stirrings? You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's one of those memories that I remember forever. Just like, I never told my mom what it was. Picking up porn mag all over the place. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I remember one time when I was a kid. And this is like real young. I like this is like ten or uh, young or younger, but it was like right around the start of the internet. And I was online at like my great aunt uncle's house, and I was like, oh, "I want to find friends. I know I'll go to boys.com. <laughs> so I went to boys.com, and it was not. A I'm friend, a boy. It was not a friend finding site. <laughs> Gotta let, find other boys. Let me tell you, it wasn't the boys' life I was <laughs> Those expecting. Those boys are too friendly. <laughs> It was a very, it was very much a, uh, <laughs> it, it was a site about, you know, fucking. I, I feel like I can imagine yeah, what it might have been it about. Was, it was a sex site for boys. <laughs> and then my ass was like, I'm going to go to girls.com. <laughs> go to boys.com, but just for fun, I'll make it B-O-Y-Z-Z-Z-X-X. <laughs> Z-Z-Z-X-X. Boys. Boys. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. The internet changed things, didn't it? Yeah. Now you just pull titties up whenever you want. I feel like they've taken, I feel like the internet's kind of, uh, taken the fun out of. Yeah. I, I often wonder about it because I've, I've seen people argue that like it's caused more aggression in young men because not aggression, but like a higher expectation sexually with women because they get to see whatever they want at the figure that, at the you know at their fingertips yeah. whatever they want and then they start courting and have these expectations and i think they're you could see an argument for that but i don't know any data you know what i mean like but i also could see an argument for there being aggression in the older generations because of the lack of the ability to get any of that fucking shit out of them by seeing it and jerking off you know what i mean i don't know. i i think it's like um I, I think it really could be one or the other. Like, I think it's it could be, be both person where it's person. like, because um, also when you go back to these generations where there was a lack of like content like that, yeah. it was also a lack of understanding and accepting for masturbation. That's it was, true. There was a lot of shaming of masturbation That's true. and things like that. But then, but now, so like, yeah, that could lead to aggression. But then also like today in today's world where it's like, the overabundance of it and you like you fucking at a young age all of a sudden people are learning about just these crazy hardcore fucking things yeah then they'll be like that's what it's supposed to be and that's what it's going to be and you know expect that i'm only accepting that i need someone that you know yeah will ride a dildo bicycle and blow me like you never know like Mm -hmm. yeah there's definitely 
There's definitely some of that, but I think that there's also such an acceptance for kinks. Either you in tongue, this day and age. tongue punch my asshole or bust. <laughs> and bust. Yeah. <laughs> tongue, tongue punch my asshole and bust. Um, yeah, but there's also more of an exception, except accepting of kinks. There's also like, speaking of like, you know, because obviously there's still issues among the genders and all that stuff. But like, there's also a less of a cultural expectation on women. Like not that say that there's a correlation between the two, but I'm sure as you see the rise of pornography, there is also a rise of acceptance of like more social equality. You know what I mean? Like before porn, not saying it has anything to do with itself, but there was also an attitude in the fifties of shit. Like, Nope, my woman stays home and does what I need to do. And she's not allowed to vote. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's a lot of that shit too. She cooks and cleans. So I'm saying there's, there may not be a correlation. I'm just saying like, but there are data points that move together. <clears throat> Wait, so, what are you saying? Are you saying women have too much independence now? That's exactly what, that is what it sounds like you're <laughs> no, saying. No, I'm saying the <laughs> correlation. Like I'm not saying that I'm trying not to say that. I think that the rise of porn has caused that societal change of like, Oh, I expect my woman to be in the home. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say that they do seem like that graph is moving similarly and they may not have anything to do with each other, but there certainly seems to be something indicating that a release of that stress might have something to do. I, again, I have no Wait, doubt. What graph, are you, what graph are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying if you watch, there's a rise in the acceptance of masturbation, pornography and kinks and whatever. Right. Right. That, kind of in similar amount of years, you could probably also see a rise in people being less dicks about my woman stays in the home and shit like that. And more acceptance and equality among sexes. You think I'm pornography, just trying to point that out. There's not necessarily mean that one me has anything to do with the other, but you, but you're saying you're saying that maybe, but you're not saying it, but it could be said possibly <laughs> this is what you're saying that, I, that pornography has led to, uh, let have gender equality. <laughs> you think pornography is led I, to gender equality? Is that what I'm, you're saying? I think what I'm ultimately trying to say is that society as a whole seems to be getting better and more accepting because those of pornography. No, I'm saying that those might just both be separate. You think hardcore pornography that. is leading to a better world? I'm saying we got to get it harder. Okay. Increase the hardcore pornography and things will enter utopian state. <laughs> okay yeah the blueprint set by aldous huxley you know what yeah um you you, you make sure you vote <laughs> make sure you vote vote go vote just go vote <laughs> do your civic duty <laughs> go vote maybe one day <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's dumb i realize i wasn't very clearly articulating any connection, but I was trying to not because I don't want people to think Matt thinks porn <laughs> fix the world. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know shit about any of that stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I, I feel like there's, I feel like there was a line that got crossed. So like back in the seventies, you'd go and you'd watch your porn in a theater. And you jerk off around everybody in this theater, right? Yes, and, like the proper way to watch porn. But but it was all like, but it was all like this seemingly by today's standards, it was like it's like, this is really tame porn. And then now we watch porn in the privacy of our own homes, and uh, we don't have to jerk off in these big rooms anymore. But it's like it's much harder, crazier pornography mm -hmm. that's like way way different. 
So it's like I feel like there needs to there there could be a better balance. Well, yeah, because that with that comes the ease of just like rubbing one out super fast. Yeah, because you can just throw something hardcore on and rub one out super fast, which I think one could argue is either a detriment to a person or a boon to a person, depending on the person. You know what I mean? Mm. I could see an argument for that causing more aggression and higher expectation, and I can also see an argument of that cooling someone down and chilling them out a little bit. You know what I mean? Do you think we should go back to jerking off in giant theaters? I think we should have the option. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a community builder. Exactly. Like you go to this theater and you're like, look at all these other people jerking off you, with you, me. Then you know who's into what. Yeah. Right now, you could anyone could be into anything, which has probably led to less kink shaming. <laughs> who fucking knows? Yeah. Yeah. Back then, you could judge the person that was into something too weird. Hey, we all came in here to watch, like, just assholes get destroyed. Don't come in here with that weird shit. I miss, uh, well, I guess I can't say I miss it because I wasn't there for it. But <laughs> I miss the days when I could jerk off in a theater. No, like. You work in a lot of theaters. No, like. You um, could. I miss. You could jerk off in a theater. Because, like, when you're a kid, you have this idea about porn names. And, like, they're, they're all funny, like, That's goofy names. true. But nowadays, it's all, like. It's all video by video. And yeah. It's like fucking. It'll be like fucking teen takes two dicks. Blah blah blah. Yes, that's true. And you're like, where's the where's the catchy wordplay? Yeah, where's busty moms blowing? Yeah, boys, bros. Let's say bros. Bros. Boys sounds a little world. Busty moms blowing bros five. Yeah, you know. And now it's all it's all just like stepsister stuck in. Uh, it's all just stepsisters stuck. stuck in under chair gets railed it's or whatever. They don't even say railed. railed. Stepsisters. They don't even say railed. They just say they don't fucked. even say railed. Just banged and shit. I don't know. Bring me back to a world where you could rail someone. Let's let's get punny with our with our <laughs> titles. All right. Yeah. Bring back the porn puns. That's what we're missing in society. <laughs> I feel like that's the balance we're we're missing here. <laughs> is porn pun names. We should probably wrap up. That was quite a tangent. Um, okay, where were we? Uh, if you like the show, make sure you leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify or if any of the other places can. Um, tell a friend if you think they're weird and like people talking about porn for 20 minutes and how it might have changed society and led to utopia. Uh, oh, you okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, was that your shoe? Yeah. That sounded like a fart. No, that was my squeaky shoe. Oh, squeaky. Squeaky shoe. Squeakers, squeakums. Squeak, squeak, squeaker. Squeakers, squeaky, squeakums. Underrated movie. Um, <gasps> what? He didn't pay his bill. <laughs> I, I'm working with a dude who like will quote that often. That's hilarious. Um, Check out our Discord. Go yes. to uh, patangoproductions.com. You can get a link to the Discord. And you can come in and interact with people who listen to the show and us. And then also we have a new member in the Discord, uh, Matt Chelsea. My Chelsea's here. Matt Chelsea is here. And uh, our our awesome fan base has already made her a uh, a pony. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah. That was nice to see Princess Chelsea welcoming of her. She was very uncertain yeah. about joining the Discord for a long time. So it's cool to see. You can also follow us on Twitter if you like at tbaronis. Other than that, uh, we are going to go watch the next episode. We are closing in on the end of this season, dude. We got wh- one, two more, two more, and then we're at the finale. Something like that. Yeah. And then we'll have to start watching on like Amazon or something. Yeah. 
But we'll get some people in for the finale, hopefully. And uh, next we are going to go watch Season 4, Episode 24, Equestria Games. Until next week. Peace. Late. Out. This has been a Fat Tango production. KKIT Fat Tango Radio. I'm here with Mikey the Magic Man. I'm Magic Mikey. That's right. And he's as sexy as they come. You're here listening to Brony Radio, the only place where we jerk off to bronies or something. We we jerk off and people listen. We jerk each other off. Yeah. To bronies. FTT Brony Radio. We jerk off your ears. <laughs> With our... <laughs>